0: Uh, question I good have morning. For you. Uh, good morning. Uh, is a semantic one. Uh, on the outside, we look at a lot of the uh, plays that are uh, non-traditional, if you will, and call them trip plays. I'm curious if you take that same perspective uh, when you're dialing something up and um, the way you approach calling uh, non-traditional plays. How do you view them? Um, you know that the. the those plays are, uh, the, the first thing you have to do is you have to, you have to figure out, um you know, it, you can't just close your eyes and say, hey, you know, flea flicker's good against everybody, because it isn't, you know, or, uh, double pass, or, uh, reverse pass, or triple reverse pass, or whatever it is. You can't, you can't just, you know, you have to really study the team you're talking about, uh, maybe using it against and there needs to be strong evidence that the reaction that you're looking for on the on the play that would help you have success uh is actually what you're going to get and so i think when you find that and you really feel comfortable that that's how they're going to play something um that, that that gives you confidence to actually put it in and then to me those plays are all about um You know, you're depending on some people to do some different things that they're, you know, not normally doing, but you have to rep it enough to have trust and confidence that the players will do the right thing in practice and, you know, a number of times over against a number of different looks so that if something, you know, unique happens on the play, we don't end up with something that's a bad play and as soon as you arrive at that place where you have confidence in the guys that are doing that, um, which may mean you run it a few times in practice and it doesn't look good and you get nothing out of it, but the worst case scenario was it was a two-yard loss or an incomplete pass. And then you start to build your faith in it and your confidence in the guys that are doing it, and they have confidence in making a good decision under pressure, and then I think the risk-reward becomes in your favor, and to me, as soon as you feel like that, then, you know, you can, you find the right situation in the game to, to think about using it. And then you go ahead and pull the trigger. And really it, it all, it all is about confidence in the guys executing it. And they deserve all the credit when it works too, because look, those plays aren't necessarily the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, and, and like I said, they're asked to to do some things that uh, are a little different on those plays and, and they need to do them well in order to make them go. And, Uh, The other night we had a couple that that happened to work for us. Uh, And if I can follow up, the the play of uh, James White throwing downfield to Jacoby, I assume, is one of those situations where you're having somebody um, do something that he's not accustomed to doing in a game, a typical game situation, where as opposed to a flea flicker, it's still, in the end, Tom Brady throwing to Yep. Yes, and and even the flea flicker, again, if something if somebody breaks through the line of scrimmage on a play like that you know you you got a you know the back has the ball in his hands and he's going to try to you know either hand it back or flip it back or whatever and so you know when he has the ball in his hands and he's going to then give it to somebody else you know if there's something wrong uh, you know up front they blitzed into it or something and happened to hit a gap and there's a man in the backfield, then again, you have to count on him to make a great decision on that play as well. But, uh, yeah, certainly the, the pass that he threw was one of those plays. And again, there's not many more dependable guys, um, that we've coached here, um, that we would have more faith in making good choices and decisions, um, under pressure than James White. Thank you, Josh. Yep. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar followed by Tom Curran hey josh how you doing good evan how are you doing good thanks uh i wanted to ask you just philosophically you have a new acquisition whether it's a rookie or acquiring somebody mid-season like muhammad how much of a learning process is there for the coaching staff of what those guys do Mm -hmm. well and what they can Mm -hmm. do well within what you guys are doing you know within the scheme i guess I think it's uh it's it's kind of a uh, a dual process, you know. He he's trying to really to learn our system and, and the the things that you know he may have missed in the off season or training camp or all those things that you know a player that's acquired mid season doesn't get a chance to go through. And and then we're learning the same things about him, like what you know what what he's good at, the things that he does well, the the way he's been taught. Um, and all the rest of those things that go into, you know, uh, a player playing in your system, in your offense, or, you know, it could be defense, special teams, whatever it is. Um, uh, I think both parties are doing the same thing. Um, you know, Mo's done a great job of really immersing himself into what we're doing. Um, we've learned a lot about Mo in the, in the time we've had him here, and, uh, we're looking forward to trying to expand, you know, the things he does and, and get him to, to do the things he feels good about doing, because I know he can really help our team produce as he has already. As far as the rookies go, like Nikhil or, or Jacoby, uh, how much of what they did in college can you take and say, okay, we know what they're good at because they excelled at X, Y, and Z in college, or is it just a completely different game once they get to the pros? It's definitely a different game. I mean, in every way, shape, or form. Uh, so there's a lot of things that they <clears throat> that they didn't they didn't see or uh, they didn't have to deal with. You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys. In, in our league that, you know, uh they, they're gonna get up and make things tough on you no matter what, you know, college football sometimes you don't see that much and um but you know, coverage variations, um adjustments, you know, every team has to go through that with their players. But the bottom line is they both have good skill sets. The things that they can do we like and um I gotta find a uh I gotta find more ways to use the things that they do well so that they can help uh, produce more in their own roles, Um, and that's what my job is with every player on the offense, and I need to do a better job of that. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Hey, bud. Next question, Tom Kern, followed by Zach Cox. Hey, Josh. Um, My question really flows from the end of your last answer. What did Nikhil Harry show you on the 12-yard little flip that he took um, that you can maybe build on? and do you sometimes come out of games and say, you know what, I don't care if it's a tear screen, uh, whatever, we need to get the ball in his hands in some way to, to just see what he does with it. That that's really it. Certainly he, uh, he made a great individual effort, you know, broke a tackle and then, you know, had good balance there to finish uh, the play and give us an opportunity to score and, um, you know, and, and he's a big guy that's, you know, he's not easy to get to the ground. So, um, certainly, um, you know, when you have players like that, um, <clears throat> like I said, it's really, it it comes back to, you know, how how, how can you get them to football in those situations, um, understanding that there's a level of diminishing returns if you try to keep doing the same things over and over again, meaning you know, there's only so many uh, times you can hand, you know, uh, a player that's not a running back the ball. There's only so many times you can throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, um, you know, but uh, again, you know, whatever those are, slants, unders, you know, et cetera, you know, those plays are all productive plays. Um, when you have a guy, you know, uh, that can that can do something with it. Brandon Bolden, you know, is another one. He had the ball in his hands the other night, and I uh, did a good job of making a play. And, um, so yeah, he he definitely had a he had a great individual effort. We know he's big and not easy to tackle. And um, like I said, I need to do a better job of of finding ways to get him in space, get him the ball, and let him have an opportunity to do those things. Thank you. Yep. Uh, looks like there are two final questions. Uh, we're going to go Zach Cox followed by Mike Reese. Hi uh, Josh, I just want to ask you about your uh, your third down execution. Uh, your are only converted. 17% of third down in this past game. That was the, the lowest rate we've we've seen from your team in a while. I was just wondering, in your view, what factors contributed to that, and and what can you do uh, to fix that moving forward? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, third downs a um, third down is is what it is in in our league. It's a it's a tough down. You have to get a certain number of yards. That's why it's different than every other down, um, and we uh, you know, our execution and, and what we're trying to do and get done on those plays is really, um, you know, it's got to be, uh, that's that's the most important uh, play of the series, uh, you know, at that point in time, first down, second down, then all of a sudden here you go. you got to make, you know, seven yards or five yards or ten yards or whatever it is to continue moving the football. So, um, you know, everything's important on third down. You know, pre-snap communication, ability to handle pressure, pass protection, Coverage reads by the quarterback and the skilled players uh throwing catching uh running with the ball after you have it uh blocking if it's a run play that you happen to uh you know choose to use um there's no small detail there's nothing that's unimportant on third down and that's why it's so difficult so every 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 play you call everything you design uh needs to be well thought out and well organized and Uh, you know, your players have to feel good about what they're doing. And then we got to go out there and execute it under pressure against a multitude of different looks, pressures, coverages, variations. You know, the other night they had a number of snaps where they tried to double multiple players. And then, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, we have to, we have to come through in in other situations. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough down. Um, our guys are working real hard at it. We're going to work real hard at it again to try to improve in that area. Um, you know, and, and so we, you know, we need to take advantage of the opportunities that we have, and we need to continue to do the fundamental things right, um, pre-snap and post-snap on that down, in order to give us the best chance to have success. Thank you. Yep. And last question, uh, Mike. Lee. Um, Josh, a, a 2 partner here. Um, just to build off what Tom Curran asked about Nikhil, what have you seen from Nikhil? Uh, you know, that maybe has shown some progress that he's made. In recent weeks, it's almost like you just finished a preseason. If I have it right, you know, with the four games, and then the Bengals on Sunday. I'd be curious as you start to get into them, what challenges they present. Yep. Yeah, Nikhil. Um, you know, number one, he his his ability to understand, you know, our system, our offense, and how, how you know the the roles we ask him to to play in it. You know, is different than it was three months ago because now he has a, a much broader foundation of it. Um, the communication is much easier. Um, he, he works his his butt off. You know, every day in practice, and he's he's here early, he's he's here late, and he's trying to, you know, close the ground on on being able to go out there and and understand who he's playing against um, and what he needs to do to be successful. And and there's no shortcut to all that. We know that, um, but. I think he's got a great attitude. Um, I think that he has you know, a skill set that can certainly help us produce and win, and we need to, like I said, I need to do a better job of trying to find a way to get him the ball and get him involved um, so that he can do some of those things uh, and do more of them. Um, Cincinnati's a, an aggressive team, a one-gap style on defense, uh, really built on penetration, pressure. Uh, to create uh, negative plays and long yarded situations uh, for for the offense that they're playing against, um, they really got a disruptive front four, and sometimes it's five if they're in their base defense with you know Hubbard and Dunlap on the edge, two big long guys. Atkins we know is a very disruptive player inside. Um, those guys, you know, between the three of them, I think have 120 pressures and almost 20 sacks. I mean they're. They're a group that's you know it's they they have a unique play style, they're different, you know like I said, one of Gino's really short, compact and explosive, and then the other two are really long um tall guys that have good movement skills as well and can and press the pocket and can also uh, be a little squirrely on the edge um you know they they run well uh you know in the second area and at linebacker um Sean Williams is down near the front a lot of the time in the game and and certainly leads our team in tackles, I believe, for a reason 'cause he's he's near the front. you gotta block him on every snap, and that isn't easy. that's a chore um and and they you know they do a good job. Lou does a great job of of really changing up the coverage schemes, what they're doing, how they play um their different blitz packages is a team that will blitz everybody uh, everybody will get a turn to to make some disruptive plays, which is always a challenge to your communication and ability to handle those situations well so um, a team we don't know, you know, we've we, we played them in the past and some of the guys we know, but there's an awful lot of guys that we uh, don't know uh, that we need to get familiar with quickly uh, and and do a good job of, of studying how they play and what they do uh, so that we can avoid them putting us in, you know, disruptive situations and long yardage plays on offense on Sunday. So um, big preparation ahead of us, excited to get started on them, uh, looking forward to the challenge. Thanks, Josh. Thank you very much, Josh. Yep. Uh, Thanks, guys.